I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Hello. How is everybody? How are you? I'm so happy you're listening to me. Listen, I've come today to tell you to love yourself. But before we begin, let's pray. Now, come on, pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to me directly as I hear this word now. Go on, pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to me directly as I hear this word now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, speak to each one under the sound of my voice as this word goes forth. Lord, speak to each of us, even me. Remind us, let us hear what we've never heard before. Or if we have heard it before, let us hear it in a way we haven't heard it before. And Lord, to you be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Love yourself. God wants you and me to love ourselves. How do I know? Jesus told it to us in Mark chapter 12, verses 30 to 31. Mark chapter 12, verses 30 to 31. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Now listen. And the second like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If God is telling us to love our neighbor as ourselves, then the understanding is that you must love yourself, right? So I want to ask you, are you loving yourself? You know, many of us love God. There's no question about that. Many sacrifice their personal time, family time, even vacation time to show their love for God by serving in church and reaching out to help others. And that's wonderful. Love for God is in their hearts by his word. You know, they hold the word dear to their hearts and guide their lives by it. Psalm 119, verse 11. Listen, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now listen to Psalm 63. Listen to Psalm 63. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. I love it. I love this scripture. That's where I'm living. And I know many of you are living there also. We think about God first thing in the morning with our quiet prayer and meditation time. Throughout the day, he's on our minds in song and prayer and worship. In the evening, he's the last thing on our minds as we commit our lives, our families, you know, and our concerns to him before we drift off to sleep. It's beautiful. You're in a love relationship. I'm in a love relationship with my heavenly father. And so are you. But are you in a love relationship with you? Are you so busy taking care of the kingdom, your family, and your neighbor's needs that you don't remember to take care of you? Are you the last person on your list? Is your only rest time when you're sleeping? Some people are so overworked, they don't even rest properly when asleep. Now, let me say this. 
When you are in service, doing the things of God, reaching out to the lost, helping others in various ways, let me tell you, it is extremely fulfilling and there is a divine renewal of your strength that comes. I I know about that personally. You know, when I go to the prisons and sometimes it's a challenging day, of course, not now because we're in a pandemic and so there are no visits. But when I go and, you know, minister to them and even no matter how long my day has been as I'm heading up there, it's so rewarding when I leave. You know, I know that I have impacted them. I've made a difference. They were happy to see me and, and I'm renewed. I'm renewed. There's there's a divine renewal that happens. You know, whatever tiredness I had initially is gone, which is why you must make quality time to be in service to God in meaningful ways. You know, as the Holy Spirit guides you, never just be a church member, you know, receiving, but never giving back, never serving, always just sitting around waiting for the next word to come. You know, after a while, you become stagnant, constipated, always look for ways to help. You have some gift, you have some talent, some ability that can be useful in the house of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Listen, Isaiah 40, verse 31. Listen to it in the Amplified Version. But they that wait upon the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, While this scripture refers to those who put their trust in the Lord, the Lord showed me through this scripture, a waiter, one who is in service, like at a restaurant. When you serve God, you receive supernatural strength for your kingdom service, as well as to do your own personal work. So when you're in service to God, not just the trusting, you know, and expecting and believing. No, no, no. God revealed to me a waiter. So when you're in service to God, in service in his kingdom, he strengthens you supernaturally. However, however, the Bible still told us in Genesis chapter 2, verse 2, Genesis chapter 2, verse 2, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Now, if God rested, what about you and me? And, you know, I'm speaking primarily about women here because women are nurturers by nature. I know you ladies, always ready to look after the children, your spouses, your bosses, your employees, and you easily forget yourselves. Some women never wake up until they find themselves hospitalized. But in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whose I am and whom I serve, that is not any of you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. Say amen again. Now, God wants you to honor him, though, by honoring the amazing you that you are. He has created an amazing you. Take care of yourself. What are you eating? Are you eating on time? Are there enough nutrients in your diet? Or are you just always grabbing something on the go? When do you rest? When do you rest? Are you exercising? Some of those aches and pains don't need prayer. They need exercise. Now, let me tell you something. Yoga is not a religion for the Christian, but it should be embraced by us as a valuable physical practice to strengthen our bodies. It is an excellent practice that can help the body to heal naturally. 
It was given to the world by our Father. Listen to James chapter 1 verse 17. James chapter 1 verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. I've been practicing it now for about two years. No, two years. <laughs> I've been practicing yoga now for like two decades. And it's just awesome. It keeps you, strengthens you, keeps you limber. You know, I was really disturbed recently when someone dear to me said to me that they don't care about food. And at that time, she was about to have dinner, which was tuna and crackers. God cares about our food. He gave it to us. The body needs it to function well, or breakdowns start to happen. You know, too many Christians think that prayer and fasting is a proper diet. There is a time for everything. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Kenneth E. Hagin's book. I love Kenneth E. Hagin. You know, those of you who know me, you know, you know I love Kenneth Hagin. The late Kenneth Hagin, um, you know, 70 years had been in ministry, 70 years by the time he passed on, got up out of a deathbed, you know, at the age of 17, he had been given up to die and caught a hold of Mark eleven twenty four. You know, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe and you shall receive and held on to that from his grandmother's Bible and went on to baffle science. I love him. Kenneth E. Hagin's book, A Common Sense Guide to Fasting, will do us all well. Now, are you loving yourself with a proper savings and investing plan? Are you managing your money? Not just for today, but building wealth for your future? Now, it is true that God shall supply all of our needs. You know, we love to quote that one, right? Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Yes! But it's also true that God doesn't just want you living on the need level. On the need level, you can't help anybody else. He wants to take you and me to the wealth and riches level. Come on, say amen. Say amen again. Psalm 112, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 112, verse 1 to 3. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endure it forever. Isn't that awesome? God wants to take you to the next level in your financial life. But if you are a squanderer and a waster, you can't be entrusted with the wealth. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 9 to 10. Proverbs 18, verses 9 to 10. Listen. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. Mm. Proverbs 20, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. And John 6, verse 12. John chapter 6, verse 12. When they were filled. Now this is Jesus speaking about when he turned the little boy's uh, fish and loaves into food for so many thousands. Listen to verse 12. Now, we all know that story, but how many of us pay attention to verse 12? When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. God is concerned about waste. 
So in preparation for your supernatural financial turnaround, begin to pray and meditate on Isaiah 48, 17. Isaiah 48, 17. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldst go. Come on, let's pray that prayer right now. Let's take a moment. Pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, teach me how to profit. Lead me in the way I should go. Come on, pray that prayer. Lord, teach me how to profit. Lead me in the way I should go. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Be sensitive to his leading. He will lead you in the way you should go. He will teach you how to profit. You know, there's another point I want to make too. Women often complain of not feeling loved by their spouses, their children, co-workers, etc., But you are showing them by your lack of self-love how to care for you. If you don't buy you flowers, how does your husband know that you like them? If you don't lock the door and say, okay, don't call mom for the next hour. I'm having a bubble bath. They don't know that you matter to you. Your children won't know that you matter to you. Ask them for things within their ability. Spouses, children, and family members can't read your mind. And let me tell you, if you accept abuse in whatever form it shows up from your spouses, co-workers, children, bosses, you are sending them a message. I don't love me, so you can treat me however. You know, we teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. Make requests. Ask for what you want from your loved ones. Now, I can almost hear you saying to me, okay, yeah, yeah, Hazel, but that that woman in Proverbs 31 is busy. She got a lot going on too. (laughs) I know what you mean. She does. And and listen, I'm, I'm right there. And I know a lot of you are right there too. But there's a verse that lets me know my girl is taking care of herself. Listen, Proverbs 31, verse 21 to 22. Proverbs 31, verses 21 to 22. It says, she's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. So she got them covered. But now look at verse 22. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. She's not leaving herself undone as she takes care of others. Hello, come on, say amen to that. I recently saw a quote, right, that I think speaks to this so powerfully. It said, I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. Isn't that awesome? I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. Self-love. When I heard that, I thought, that's self-love. That's loving yourself in a healthy way. Because too often when we think of loving yourself, we think, oh, it's ego, you know, it's selfishness. And it can be. It can be for those who don't have Christ right? For those who don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them, because remember, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. So for those who don't have the Holy Spirit, you know, the Spirit of God dwelling in them, yeah, it can become egoic and selfish and mean. And so that's why sometimes we shy away from loving ourselves. But no, 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 no. When Christ is in you, You know how to love, and you know how to love yourself properly in a way that includes others. 
You remember when Jesus went into the、uh, temple and saw the money changers and the you know the sellers just doing whatever they wanted to do in his father's house, and he started overturning the tables. <laughs> Now I'm not saying overturn no tables, but <laughs> he was showing love for his father, his father's business, and for himself. You know, so you have to have boundaries. You really have to have boundaries. So now, in closing, let me say, you are a beautiful vessel, fearfully and wonderfully made by God, to enjoy the blessings of God, to live out your years in divine health, strength, and wealth. So that you can be a blessing to yourself and to others, you cannot run your race for the kingdom and fulfill the glorious destiny God has ordained for you if you are not loving yourself by taking care of yourself in every way. Listen to this word from the Lord. Listen to this, Jeremiah chapter twenty-nine, verse eleven. Jeremiah twenty-nine, verse eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Come on, say amen. So now honor God's plans for your life by taking proper care of yourself in all domains of your life. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give God thanks for the word we have heard and received. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for it. We honor you. Thank you, God, for the word you've sent to us in this hour. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now say with me, I believe it. I receive it. I will run with it. It is manifesting in my life now, and in the mighty name of Jesus, yes, it is. Now, after the salvation call, I'm going to make the salvation call right now, and our love offering. I want to lead you in a specific prayer for this. It will empower you and give you spiritual strength to love yourself. Okay, one moment. If you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. You know, everyone keeps saying, "Be safe, be safe" in this era of the pandemic. But if you don't have Christ in your life, you're not safe. If you're under the sound of my voice, and perhaps you had, you knew Jesus Christ, you know, you had accepted Him into your life at one point, but you got disconnected for one reason or another. He sent me to tell you he loves you, and he's calling you to come back home. So come now, both groups, pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I come to you now. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward. I belong to you. Bow your heads now as I pray with you, Father God. These your precious children that have given their lives to you, Lord. I can't see them, I can't hear them, but you can. And every heart that has prayed this prayer, Lord, you drew them, and you drew them to bless them. 
And so, Father God, let your word that they have heard in this hour go deep into their hearts and minds and bring about that love, healing, transformation. And to you, Lord, to you alone, be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the kingdom of our Father, Almighty God. And a change has taken place within you. The Holy Spirit has now come to dwell in you, to comfort you, to counsel you, and to guide you. And so now you have to spend quality time in the Word of God, the Bible, meditating in the Word of God, right? And as you do so, the Lord will speak to you and and reveal things to you, show you, you know, what you need to know and strengthen you and build your faith. And you can feel free to follow the winner's call, you know, through social media. And of course, uh, continue to listen to our podcast, download, subscribe, tell others. And as you do so consistently, your faith will grow. As you stay in the word consistently, your faith will grow. I love you. So now let's take our love offering and then we'll do that special prayer. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit hazelgoodmanministries.org and sow your love offering. So come now. Let's pray this prayer first, as I promised. Lord, forgive me for the areas that I have not honored you by taking care of myself. Come on, pray that. Lord, forgive me for the areas that I have not honored you by taking care of myself. Go on, pray that prayer. Now begin to thank him. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, place your right hand on your heart and repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I forgive myself for the areas in which I have not been taking proper care of myself. From this moment, I declare a turnaround. By the help of the Holy Spirit, I will love myself in every way. I matter to God. I matter to my loved ones. I matter to myself. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit, your divine helper, will empower you to live up to this vow. So until the next time that we meet, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And as you go, know that God's Holy Spirit is going before you, making safe, joyful, and successful your way. As you go, know that all things are working together for your good. It doesn't matter what it looks like right now. doesn't matter what it feels like. God is faithful and God's word will never fail. Continue to stand on God's word. It will never fail. And listen, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but in the mighty name of Jesus, I have come to tell you, it shall not come near you. It shall not come near your loved ones. In the name of Jesus, come on, say amen. And whoever gathers against you will fall for your sake. No weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue rising in judgment, you shall condemn. You are blessed. I love you. God bless you. We'll be together next time. Bye-bye now. blessed by our podcasts, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. 
Also, visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Hey, yeah. Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined for greatness.